Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And joining me right now, Bobby Marks from ESPN, NBA front office insider. Bobby, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, and I'm interested in the Thunder because now on a little bit of a win streak, this has been a big story this year, how they haven't meshed. Uh, in your opinion, why are they winning games right now as opposed to the slow start that they got on? Well, I think they've kind of identified some of their roles here. You know, they've kind of uh, – their shot selection is a lot better. Uh, you've seen certainly toward that, towards the end of games, probably not really last night against uh, Toronto, but that at least that Houston game where, you know, the, the three-pointers that were usually going up or they're now settling for twos there. I think Carmelo's role has been more identified, more of as that third option, not as a number one. And, uh, I mean, Steve, in, the, in the way Stephen Adams has played, I think he's more of the kind of that unsung – uh, unsung hero here. And I think you're going to see this Thunder team probably going a little bit of a roll right now. They've got Milwaukee coming up. They've got both uh, Los Angeles teams going up. So this win streak, which I think is at six, could certainly go to 11. Um, and they can maybe, you know, get into that, you know, four. I think they're five right now, maybe into that, that four range right now. So that's, that's why I always said that, you know, it's such a long year, 82 games, that let's see where teams are around Christmas time, January 1st, before we start to, you know, kind of bury teams or kind of, you know, put teams on a, on a, on a pedestal here. And, uh, and the Thunder have certainly found their groove here. Certainly got a lot of work, a lot more work to do. I don't think the goal was just to be a four or five seed, you know, when the, when the season ends. Of all the roster construction that you saw in the offseason, whether it was with Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Golden State, um, well, they didn't do much, uh, Houston, uh, what the Cavaliers did in the trade with the Celtics. Which one of those at first blush did you believe was going to work the best? Well, I thought Oklahoma City would, just based on talent alone. And that certainly has taken, you know, a, a, a long time to kind of, you know, come to come to fruition here. I mean, I like what, what Houston was able to do with, you know, especially with Chris Paul. I think the under-the-radar signings with Tucker, uh, Bamute, when you add them to Gordon, Harden, Capella, uh, I think those were kind of the missing the missing players that you know they could have used maybe in that uh, in the playoffs last year. Now they got to get healthy though. That's the big key as far as with uh, with Capella uh, and, and Chris Paul. But it's so hard to build a team, um, you know, free agency or the draft, even through trades, and then expect to kind of hit the ground running. Um, you know, when when training camp starts and the season starts. I think that's why Boston had been such a good story, even though they've they've you know struggled a little bit of late. Where they added 10 of, 10 of 14 new players and got off to that great start there. I know Houston has been great, even though they lost three in a row. But uh, for the most part, Houston has been great early on. But I cannot get the image of that James Harden game six against the San Antonio Spurs <laughs> out of my head. I, I can't do it. So it's one of these deals where, and of course, Chris Paul has had his struggles, whether it's his fault or not. That's a discussion for another day in the postseason. But you know, no matter what they do in this regular season, I feel like I don't want to fall for it. Is it fair to judge this Rockets team based on what those guys have done in the postseason in the past? 
No, no, I think you're right on. I think even watching them against Oklahoma City and, and against the game against the Clippers on Friday night, I, that that image of that, you know, that I guess it was a game six against San Antonio. I started, I started thinking about that, and you know, they certainly are a different team when Paul and Capella is on the court, but you know, there's still a lot of you know question marks for Chris Paul when we get to the playoffs. So that's that's going to be interesting to, to follow there. But yeah, they haven't. You know, regular season is one thing. When you get to the play, when you get to the uh, playoffs, and you're facing uh, a Golden State team in a, in a Western Conference Finals, or even an Oklahoma City or San Antonio in a, in a Western Conference Semifinals, I think that's kind of where you know that's where we'll, we'll this team will be identified from. But yeah, I, I'm I, I like what they've done. I'm not I'm not sold. I'm not ready to kind of you know roll them into the NBA Finals right now. And, and a lot of it. As I mentioned, it's durability. You know, can Chris Paul stay healthy during the season and to be healthy when the playoffs start? Gio Jones of Bobby Marks of ESPN, NBA front office insider for them, former front office man himself. Uh, you know, back to the Thunder for a second. Well, I guess it's sort of a, a question about a couple of teams. When you have all these stars that are on these teams and it's in more than one place, you know, can coaches really coach? anymore we've seen that the star player gets guys fired we saw with Fizdale and Gasol we've seen a million times in the NBA but I was hearing criticisms of Billy Donovan's job uh, uh, with the Thunder early on and I'm thinking you know with all those guys in one place and Russ being Russ you know can a good coach really be a good coach in today's NBA with that many great players on the roster well, and you remember we're, we're, we shorten the preseason too, so we go three weeks of the preseason here, and and you're limited what you can do with them in the off season and, and during uh, you know in September and even in July and August. So yeah, I mean you're you're trying to mix and match ro- you know you know rosters together. Certainly teams that have turned over, and I think you know what Billy has been able to do. And I, I never thought his job was in, in jeopardy just based on Sam Presti's track record of how you know he's he's gives coaches a. You know some some rope here. You saw he had some longevity with with Scott Brooks here, and now Billy's in I think his fourth year. And um, you know I think that's why that's the beauty of it all is I think you have if you have some patience here, and I don't think Memphis did that things usually work itself out. I think you see that in Chicago. Look what Fred Hoiberg's been able to do with that roster. Those guys are it's a it's a college level roster of players, you know, on rookie contracts for with a guy who coached a long time in, in at Iowa State there. So. Um, I think if the, if you have the right players there and with the right personality from a coach, I think good things can happen. But I think a lot of it all has to do is just have some patience. You know, something I wanted to ask you that is has been driving me nuts for years, and I understand why teams are going to be better at home, the obvious reasons. But the disparity for certain teams, like the Knicks, for example, 15-6 and six at home, 2-11 and 11 on the road. The Thunder, we were just talking about them, 14-4 and four at home, 6-11 and 11. On the road, San Antonio sixteen and two at home, eight and nine on the road. Denver twelve and three at home, seven and thirteen on the road. So we talk about analytics and metrics in the NBA, and there's obvious reasons why a team's going to have a better home record. But why, in your opinion, is the disparity so great with so many teams in the NBA? I think it's mental toughness. I think a lot of it has to do with that. I think the ability to have a closer down the stretch to put a ball in. The- uh, the ball in an in a, in alpha you know, male's hands there to be able to close the game. I mean, I was fortunate to have Jason Kidd for a long time, you know, and his mental toughness uh, at the end of these games kind of willed. And, and, that, and that separated him, certainly when we were, we were a good road team in those, in those teams in New Jersey here. And I think that's what, when you get to the last two minutes of games here, I think that's where you see certainly these young teams struggle. You see New York, um, 
you know, certainly struggle. Uh, big difference from being uh, at home and then, you know, compared to being on the road. Yeah, and last night, the greatest example of that, I mean, they don't score a bucket in the last several minutes. Enos Cantor's taking threes to tie the game. They're turning the ball over like they're supposed to be doing that. And the Bulls come back and win. They had a 15-point lead at one point in that game, and, and the Bulls didn't have a lead until like 36 seconds to go in a game. And so how do you fix that? I mean, it, you would think, you know, you think Cantor, Alpha Male, you think that Porzingis is doing that. You got Jared Jack, who's been there in the NBA for a long time. There's guys that are there. I mean, how do you fix that if you're a coach? Well, I don't know if you do. I think you've got to, you know, I think for New York, it, I think a lot of it is more about development. Maybe they spoil us a little bit early with their with their record right now. I think for them to figure out if Frank Nittikina is their point guard of the future, I think you need to put him in spots like that. You almost throw him into the deep end and, and see if he can swim here. So it's going to be growing pains. You know, not every every team has a an A-level point guard. And with the Jared Jack combination, Nittikina, Ron Baker – you're going to have moments like that. Gio and Jones with Bobby Marks across the country on CBS Sports Radio. I know uh, trade deadline stuff is is still not in the forefront, but uh, do you believe that there are rumblings with big names that you think will end up being moved at the trade deadline, or is it still too early to get a feel of what teams are going to want to do because of where they are in the standings right now? I think it's still early. I think, you know, the Clippers are a team to watch, but they've played well, uh, better lately. I think they're three games out of eight. So what happens with DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams? Those are the two names. I think we can probably, for now, at least put the Paul George rumors to, to bed until what that Thunder team is right around, you know, Feb 8. I think guys, teams like Atlanta, maybe Sellers, you got to look at some of those rebuilding teams, you know, Bellinelli, Ilyasova, those are kind of their – your, your two names, but it, the trade deadline has moved up two weeks earlier from, from Feb 22nd to the 8th. Uh, you know, we're right about, you know, a couple of days away from January 1st. So I think you'll start to see things pick up right now. Um, I don't see any monster moves, you know, like maybe we've seen in, in the past or at least rumored, but I think DeAndre is probably your, your big name that you're going to have to watch out for. Do you like the idea of the trade deadline being moved up a couple of weeks? I do because it gives you some separation from the March one waiver buyout um, deadline where you can add players to your to your postseason roster here. I think it forces teams' hands a little bit earlier. Um, you do it before the All Star uh, All Star break here. Teams are usually wait until the last minute to be able to do a deal. So now they're you know now once we get past Gen one, you know things are going to get a little bit more busier. If you were part of the Cavaliers organization, what would be the thing you'd be most excited about in adding Isaiah Thomas when he's healthy enough to play on a consistent basis, and what would be your biggest concern about it? Well, I think just integrating him there. But, he, you know, it's not like he's going to have to take a job away from somebody. You've got, um, you know, you've got Calderon, you know, Rose isn't even isn't even, um, isn't even back yet. Um, so I think that's kind of where it is, just basically integrating him back into your, um, into your roster. And I think managing his minutes so when you get to, when you get to April that, you know, he is in, you know, in one piece here. Are you going through security at the airport right now? I am actually on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. So, so you're like putting your stuff away and sitting down and people are staring at you? <laughs> so is, are people, is everybody looking at you like you're crazy? I, they are, yes. <laughs> but right. I, figured, I figured you guys have been really good to me in the, in the last two and a half years and you're on your second to last show that I at least had to come on and pay some homage to you. <laughs> Well, we appreciate that, Bobby, and I will let you go so you can be a normal passenger right now. We appreciate the time, as always. Best of luck. I'll talk to you when you get up to New York. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.